Hello and welcome to Accelerate. I am Matt Stone. This is the podcast where we encourage and inspire CEOs, founders, and visionaries on their big leap journeys. We talk about the stories and strategies that will help you accelerate toward your big leap destination with purpose, humility, an open mind, commitment to growth, and recognition that the way we get there is at least as important as where we end up. And I'm so delighted that you've tuned in today. And it is September 29th, Thursday. And I'm so delighted that you've tuned in today and um, had a great, you know, great time last night. I, I happened to be in Jersey City. Uh, and um, it just, I don't know, seeing different neighborhoods and things. And I um, uh, got to visit an ice cream shop called uh, Torico's. Um, I think that was the right name. It's been there since 1968. They've got gelato and regular ice cream and just a really cute little store on a corner that survived the, survived so many different eras um, and economic upturns and downturns and just an impressive business, really, that it's been around that long and still serving great ice cream and gelato. So still exploring the area and, and um, enjoying these little n- new places, new experiences, um, and, uh, and reconnecting with the country. I mean, I've been out, out of the country for almost a decade, moving back here this year and, and just, you know, even this, the holidays, I mean, it's so nostalgic for me seeing the pumpkins out everywhere and the decorations and knowing what's coming in terms of, in terms of Halloween and then, uh, and then Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday, absolutely top favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. And then of course, Christmas and It'll be Christmas in New York this year. I mean, I remember joking with my wife about, I want to take you to New York for Christmas someday. And you know, now we're here. <laughs> like, well, we'll just we'll just uh, head about 20 minutes away and we'll be on Fifth Avenue looking at storefronts or we'll be at the Rockefeller Center, you know, looking at people breaking their ankles on the ice rink. Something I will not be doing. I don't, I, you know what? I ne- This is random. I never ever think about ice skating as something I'd want to do. I just, it just doesn't sound fun to me. Um, maybe roller skating. That's, that's totally an eighties kid era kind of thing, but ice skating, I guess it's fun. I don't know. Just for me, ice skating, something that you watch. So, uh, but I digress. Uh, today's topic, I want to talk about the true impact of kindness the power of kindness. Now, this sounds like a squishy, soft topic, but let me tell you, it is not. Um, and I'll tell you a personal story in a second. But there's some research now that's coming out from University of Texas at Austin in conjunction with a professor at University of Chicago. The UT Austin uh, Macomb School of Business professor is um, Amit Kumar, and uh, he partnered with Nicholas Epley of University of Chicago. And according to this article, and I'll, I'll post the link, of course, in the description, um, they found that although givers, people who give something to someone else, their kindness, show kindness, tend to focus on the object they're providing or action they're performing, receivers instead concentrate on the feelings of warmth, the act of kindness itself. And so basically, people who give to other people, they miscalibrate the impact of their act of kindness on the other person. They're focused on the value of the object or the thing they're doing more 
than the fact that they did something nice for someone else. And apparently the receiver is is thinking more about or equally or significantly, in addition to the value of the thing or the, the act, uh, they're thinking about the kindness that someone showed them. So one of the experience, experiments they did is they had, I think, 80, it says 84 participants uh, in, in a sh- park in Chicago. And the participants could choose whether to give away to a stranger a cup of hot chocolate from the park's food kiosk or keep it for themselves. And, you know, people, 75, uh, 75 of them agreed to give it away out of the 84. So the vast majority. Not surprising. I mean, if you're going to participate in something like this, I don't know how they set it up. I feel like there'd be a bias for the people who would kind of walk up to the table or whatever they had and whatever they told them, you know, they'd want to give it away. I mean, otherwise it's just, I don't know. It would just seem kind of silly not to. You'd want to participate in the thing that you're doing. Drinking it wouldn't, wouldn't actually participate. But I don't know how they set it up. Maybe they didn't tell them anything. Who knows? So they would, uh, you know, the people would take the hot chocolate and they'd deliver it to somebody um, random and just say, hey. And then they measured the, the recipient's mood. And the bottom line, and there's different aspects to this research, was, as, as previously stated, that performers pretty consistently underestimated the significance of the act. Uh, they expected the recipient's mood at an average of 2.7 on a scale of negative five, much more negative than normal, to five, much more positive than normal, while recipients reported an average of 3.5. And I'll just leave it with this quote. The researcher, lead researcher says, people aren't way off base, Kumar said. They get that being kind to people makes them feel good. What we don't get is how good it really makes others feel. And there's some more stuff. And again, I'll post the link to the article. But, you know, we all get that when you're kind to someone that you feel good doing it and that, you know, the other person feels good receiving it usually. Uh, But we underestimate how good it, it is. And I don't know if you've ever said this yourself or heard someone else talk about a teacher from when they were like in, you know, third grade that said something nice or did something, gave them a gift randomly or praised them in some way and they'll remember it forever. I think it's amazing that we can be on the receiving side of that and yet not see it in anyone else as if we're unique in that gratitude. Another piece of this article though on the research, I'm not actually sure if it's in the article or or I saw it somewhere else, is that people will actually not do the act of kindness based on the underestimation. So they think, well, you know, they're not going to really, you know, this thing isn't that valuable or, you know, I don't want to interrupt them or bother them or the want, someone will want to be kind, but because of the undervaluation, one of the side of side effects or caught, you know, um, consequences of that underestimation is not acting at all. And that is uh, really selling ourselves short. And uh, and I'm not saying I'm exempt from that. But uh, I'll tell you what, I used to go to Starbucks in, in a part of Tokyo called Nakano. I used to go there almost every day I would go. It had an environment that 
was unique. I mean, I've been to a lot of different Starbucks. And I went there for the environment. And the people were, to me, very special. They were, you know, if you've never been to a Starbucks in Japan, then you won't know how different they are there. But they're just, they're really on another level. Great. But this was even, for me, a level above that. The genuine human connection that you could have there with the people who work there. And I used to go in and I genuinely loved seeing those people there. And I was interested in their lives. And I would, you know, this is very self-serving. So I'm just going to give myself an out because this is really, really true. But it's true that I was very kind to the people there. And they were very kind to me. And this happened for years. And my last day there before moving back, I went in to say goodbye. I went into the Starbucks to say goodbye one more time. And the entire staff, save a couple of newbies that I didn't know, but everyone else walked out of the store. And I was going, oh my God, I wasn't trying to stop the presses or stop the trains or whatever. But they all ran out of the store into the front and we all took pictures together, stopping the entire line of Starbucks. Nothing was happening at that point. There was no one ringing up anyone because there was no one at the register. And I was quite self-conscious about this. And then the voice inside of me said, this is years and years and years of genuine mutual kindness and care and love that is now culminating in this act that's feeling chaotic and disruptive just accept it. <laughs> and I've got some great pictures from that moment. But I was really moved by that moment. And it was one of those moments in life when you realize that those, those little things, the little compliments, noticing someone, someone changed their hairstyle and, and it looks nice or that they got a new sweater or wishing them a happy birthday or even giving, I, I used to bring in cards every once in a while and just encourage people if they were feeling down and stuff like that. Not thinking too much about the impact, really. I mean, I, I enjoyed it because it was a good community, but I, I, I think when I left was that moment when I realized what a big impact it really had. And, and I knew the impact they had on me. But again, I guess it's consistent with this, with this psychological research. Maybe I undervalued it. <clears throat> but I'm glad I did those things. And that's the key. We might naturally undervalue, but we shouldn't stop. That shouldn't stop us from doing it. Uh, so may we all continue to find opportunities and act on them to be kind to others. And I don't, and I don't think it means necessarily giving something of monetary value all the time either. It's not buying people gifts. I think it extends to a comment, a helping hand, a, a just listening to someone just listening for a couple minutes, uh, letting someone talk. There's a lot of isolated people out there. And uh, if we can just give them an ear for a second. I struggle with that one because you know there was a guy in the gym the other day who wanted to talk to me, and I'm there to do a workout. And I had this little, it wasn't angel devil, but it was like, look, I'm here to do this thing. I don't really want to listen to your thing. And so I listened for a second and then I kind of went, okay, you know, good luck today, <laughs> you know. But later I thought, you know, you could have indulged him just a little bit more. He needed to talk. I still think about that guy. So may you, uh, may you be both the recipient and giver of random acts of kindness today, tomorrow, and every day. 
And one act of kindness that I appreciate is you kindly listening to this podcast. And I would ask you to kindly share with people that you care about at work, at home, and anywhere that it matters to you. And let them know that they matter to you. And that's why you're sharing this special place. Visit me at mattstone.co, Instagram at mattstoneco, Twitter at mattstoneco. I will be not stepping away from the podcast for a couple of weekdays. Tomorrow's Friday. I will not be putting out an episode tomorrow or Monday. Be back on Tuesday. I'm traveling Wednesday through Friday to a conference. And so I may or may not put out episodes. We're going to decide. I might do on-the-road podcasting again from Nashville, Tennessee. So we'll see what happens there. In the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your day and week. Thank you again for listening. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye for now.